and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And I, Tom Allen. Hello, guys. Hello. It's so lovely to be here. We're d- we, we, we had a lot of people be in touch on the Twitters, oh, yes, on the Instagrams, we did. even we did. on the Facebooks, which I didn't know was still going. Yeah, I didn't know people were still using that. But people have been in touch to ask where the podcast is, and it has been... Where the fuck have you been, basically? Where the fuck have you been? And um, and to be honest, you know what? A bit too aggressive, actually. <gasps> oh, my there's God, a there's a three-legged dog in the office. Oh, wow. wow. It's truly a good sign for a great episode. A three-legged dog has crossed our path. I'm sure that is good luck. I'm almost certain. If anyone oh. could get in touch, if there's any wizards listening, you know if the PA box. If anybody is um, in any way into witchcraft, what does this mean? <laughs> Please get in touch by the usual ways, or indeed maybe a, a, a more magical way. Oh, that'd be nice. An owl, I think, is popular at the moment. Yeah, well, at the moment or forever. Yeah, or we don't know. I think they live in a different um, time. Oh, uh, different realm. Different I'm- do you know what? I, I am very sorry. Mm, you've got to think about these things. You do. You've got to. You've you, got to think you, about what they're what they're going through. The wizards at the moment. Well, I mean, it's consistently a tricky time for them. I feel like a crystal ball is often popular, but I feel like a crystal ball does involve somebody else reading it, which isn't as straightforward as something like. Have an you ever email. had your tarot done? Yes, actually, I had it done recently. Oh, as, I well, mean, as well, you know. Well, I forgot that, and then I remembered that I. That you did it. I was quite frightened of it at yeah, first. Yeah, I, because we, we we didn't, so it was suggested that you'd go do it and you went and did it while I went and yeah. got a tattoo. That's the difference had between a, Susie and I. We had a, we had a strange weekend. <laughs> we were both thinking about the future in a way. And I had an the anchor arm, tattooed on my arm. Which is what I would get. I would get an anchor, which is interesting. And my friend, I think he's about to get his first tattoo and he's going to get an anchor. I think it's just something very classic about it. Well, and also, you know, if I do want to join the Navy. Then you're already my haircut hopping it. may suggest. Do you think? You could get in, probably. Oh, I think I'd look lovely in a naval outfit. You would look lovely in navy blue. Thank lovely you, Lovely in a royal neck. I do appreciate that. And I, and let's be honest, you're not lying. And um, you're a very strong swimmer. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Oh, listen. If, and if sometimes I think down, you felt it was a hindrance, but this could be your time. Yes, my, my, my large shoulders. Well... You know, I know a lot of jumpers have been troublesome to you. But <laughs> Listen, I was stuck. I was stuck in that jumper for six weeks. It was awful. It was a terrible time. That's the thing. Cashmere will shrink. Will, will shrink. And also, you've got to remember, you've got to get better at getting in and out of those jumpers in a naval situation. Yeah, because what when do you do? Would you take off your bits and then jump into the sea in your speedos? Well, I mean, I don't think I know what the Navy do. I, I don't think I'm very clear on that. <laughs> I do know that Bear Grylls says it's better to put your clothes in the waterproof um, backpack and swim... Right. Um, and then you can put on dry clothes when you get to the other side. Having wet clothes and no alternative is a real no-no. Yeah, because it'll make you wet all day. That'll make you wet all day. And what did your mum say to you about walking out the house with wet hair? You will get a kidney infection. You'll catch cold and you'll die. Exactly. So think on. Think on. So there we go. A three-legged dog has crossed our path. And, mm. um, you know, we've got on to the classic subjects. Chill Witchcraft. On ki- chill on the kidneys. And Which- witchcraft. <laughs> Which I'm, Joining the Navy. And I guess when you were tweeting, Instagramming, <laughs> Facebooking us, this, asking where we were, you were thinking... I would like some more inane ramblings, please. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had yes. a very busy time. I think the last mm. time we spoke to you guys was maybe around October. Yes. All the way the witching February season, now. of course. Another. The witching season. Yeah, well, yeah. And that's what I've been doing. That's what? Based uh, on the last one, <laughs> the last podcast, Susie actually became a witch. I, Great huge news. Huge news. 
Um, well, you, I mean, you sort of did. It's not witchcraft, is it? But what, tell us about the course you did. It's not witchcraft. It's definitely not witchcraft. I did a medication. A medication. A medication course this weekend. <laughs> a medication I'm, course. Yeah, if anyone needs their blood pressure done. <laughs> I mean, they've only given me the children's stethoscope, but I think that's fine. It's, it's enough. It's I've got enough. a little box with a red cross on it. I had that. Well, I have I it. It's with me. Because you did the course. <laughs> because I did the course. did the course. I also did a meditation course. Now, how did that go? Listen, Tom. I loved it. Because, as I've said on stage before, what is meditation other than breathing and thinking about your legs? I mean, and kind of, it can be, and that's okay. Mm. Um, It's about sort of pausing twice a day. Well, that's what that three-legged dog would like to do. Yeah, he'd like to be more pausy, certainly. um, Pausing twice a day for 20 minutes. And just sort of having sort of a moment for yourself. Mm. And, I mean, there's not much to tell other than it was suggested to me, the London Meditation Centre. I went um, over a long, uh, over over the weekend and did a couple of hours every day of just talking about meditation and hearing about it and then sort of mm. meditating. And now that's something that I'm going to try and do. And I already feel quite calm. Do you do, the, do, you do a, a thing? Do you speak out loud? Do you no, you, you get sort of a personal mantra which you think think okay not and it's, speak and there's very it's not about um, you not thinking anymore are you necessarily finding like a transcendental plane to be on it's more about just having the uh, time to sort of pause and stop and yeah I, I, I don't know I, mm. it, is it sitting down it's sitting lying down. down standing up sitting in a chair sitting in a chair yeah. Not lying down because you'll fall asleep. Exactly. Sitting in a chair, not on the floor. Not on the floor. Filthy floor. Not on, on the a... dirty floor. Do you have to put earplugs in or noise cancelling headphones? No, none of that. You do... can do it anywhere. You can do it anywhere. Do it on a train? Yep. Okay, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Because I downloaded the Headspace app and I kept falling asleep. What are your thoughts? Well, I think, I think that different things work for different people. And mm. I have tried a lot of the apps. And I mean, like-minded friends, you'll be aware. I'm someone that often has anxiety or has been or has struggled with that in the past and um you know certainly in trickier times that have been well documented throughout the series yes. <laughs> um but in a good way it's good to talk about well, these things it's good to talk i mean if we learn anything from bob hoskins yeah do you remember those adverts yeah. BT. it's good to, it's good to talk good to talk um well and yeah. it's yeah and, and i'm just so far, I've really enjoyed it. I think it's a really, I think it's, it feels like a very positive thing for my life. And I feel mm. quite calm. And I'm not suggesting that I won't, you know, I don't think I'm going to become sort of always calm or necessarily, but I just hopefully will. Yeah, well, that's great. Send to me a little bit. What were the other people like on the course? Very friendly, but I'm not very mm. good at, you know, I'm, I'm not, Tom, one thing, one place where you and I really differ yeah. is that I am not great at small talk. I love it. You That's one are, of the reasons I cannot meditate. <laughs> you're so good at small talk. I love it. It's my you can favorite. literally talk to anyone. Well, that's a very kind thing to say. But I've, I could leave you with, you know, my nan or like a teenager or a friend from school or, you know. I'd find, I'd find something we could all talk about. And that is impressive. Well, I- again, is it impressive or is it just inane rambling on my part? Okay, so if you were in a situation... Okay, let's say we're at a dinner party. Okay. Sure. I can imagine that. I'm imagining it right now. I mean, you're dressed for a dinner party. Thank you. A lovely suit with a you, candy Susie. stripe. Thank you, yes. And I a candy stripe uh, shirt as well. Yes. Candy stripe makes it sound like you're in a... It does make me sound I like mean, I'm a clown. <laughs> you're in a pinstripe suit with a candy stripe shirt. Yeah. And a very nice pink 
Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. I bought it in a shop. Okay. So... um <laughs> that is basically the story. There. The Go Duke on, continued. what happened at the shop? No, it was no, sort of come a bit on, of a Tom. humble brag, actually. Oh, God, were you recognised? Some the people in the shop recognised me off um, some television and fake fake, as I like I to call so. it. And um, and then I felt like I had to buy something, so I ended up buying three ties, and I didn't need any of them. But this is one of them. But it's quite nice. It's very nice. I really like it. It's not. It's not a very. It's not a very humility-filled story. I realise that story. No, I think um, it's. I think that that's. I think it is because you were recognised. Then you felt like you needed to do something. And then I need to pay them. <laughs> yeah, just be like, thank you for recognising me. Here's some money. Yes, but. Um, so you and I were at a party. Okay, sure. sure. Um, and. There's some people that we don't know. They don't work in the same sort of industry as us. Not oh. suggesting that we're the most interesting people, but I just mean people that do different sort of jobs. Mm. And um, conversations quite stilted. Sure. What is something that you can do for small talk? What, what, what would oh. you suggest? I would say um, a good thing for small talk is if it's not working, maybe just go completely off piste. You know, if you're I think all, you're going to say just go, just, just go. leave the party. If the conversation's not working, what I do is leave. Um, Fair <laughs> enough, I think. Get the hell out of there. Yeah. Or what I would say is just go off piste and talk about something outside because sometimes that can be quite. Um, that can just be something for everyone to focus on. And sometimes people are shy conversationally because uh, they're shy because they don't want to talk about themselves. Um, so if you go, I did some gardening over the weekend. Have you ever done any gardening, Judith? And then Judith will be like, well, actually, I did do some gardening once. I've got some I'm... lavender. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love lavender. And then you can go from there. Lovely colour and flavour. Have you ever had one of those cakes with polenta and lavender? Lavender and is a really nice thing. You can also cook with it in a chicken. Tom, the things you've put in a chicken. The things I haven't put in a chicken, I mean, aren't worth mentioning. No. The things I have put in a chicken, yeah. There's so much you can do with a chicken. What I would say is do make sure you put it un- put whatever you have seasoning under the skin because sometimes it can stay a bit surface. Oh, good to know. Mm, that good is, to know. Are you, well, how are you on your vegetarian thing? Oh, I'm sort of back on meat. Mm. I mean, that did last for about three days, didn't it? That's the trouble. Yeah. I have a great idea. I, I do like the idea of being a vegetarian. I do think, oh, yeah. I should be doing that. And then I keep forgetting. Um, and I'll be like, oh, this bacon sandwich is, oh, bugger. Yeah, that's the trouble, isn't it, when you forget that bacon sandwiches are, sandwiches are actually made of bacon. Yeah, and bacon being, you know. Big. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so we were going to talk about parties. We were going to talk about parties. I feel like we've already, like, dipped into the topic a bit there. I mean, listeners, we're, we're in a studio we're, We're on topic. We're on topic. Can you imagine? We've got a dog running around. A three-legged one. I think he's gone for a walkie. <laughs> I love dogs. Um, we, so, Do you well, want one? Kind of, yeah, but like, where would I look after him? Oh. What kind of dog would you like? I'd like a brood of big dogs and some little ones. Oh, like loads of dogs? Yeah. Oh, do you want your house to smell? Yeah. Oh, or, no, I want to have flagstone floors so it wouldn't be such an issue. Right, okay, fine. You know, I think it's so would you have have a... soft furnishings, it's a problem. So you wouldn't have a sofa or no. a chair? <laughs> no, just a hard wooden chair. <laughs> like you're living in like a Van Gogh painting? Yes, like exactly <laughs> like that. A vase of sunflowers, <laughs> some stars in the sky, and I'll chop off my ear. Yeah, feed it to the dogs. Oh, lovely. Lovely. So um, would you? do you think mm. that dogs can sort of 
Would you have a couple so that if you had to go out to work, they yeah, could sort then of they be could talk to each company? other? Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, but also, I'm worried. Like, I do really love dogs, but I don't think they respect me because I think they just see me as like another thing that's as needy as them. So, oh, I think you. But no, I do I feel think... like I have a connection with them. As in, you feel like maybe you were once a dog. Maybe actually, now you say that. I mean, I sometimes do, when I see dogs, I do feel like I want to... Um, run with them. Run with them. And get completely nude. Yes. <laughs> Is that normal? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Maybe you were a dog in a previous life. Maybe. What sort of dog, though? Uh, oh, that's hard. It's a tough one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I'd be a scrappy Jack Russell. I like a Jack Russell. I like but a Jack Ruffle. Oh, that would be... Jack Ruffle would be a good name. Some, have you got any Jacks in your family? Well, yes, but not on the ruffle side. Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? It is. It oh, is. But, you what know, a missed opportunity. Yeah, that's the thing. The trouble with my family is a lot of people weren't thinking about sort of humorous anecdotes when naming their children. That's all too often the problem. Which is surprising given that my dad's roly ruffle. <laughs> yeah, maybe they feel like they, they exhausted it with yeah, that one. Yeah, they were like, oh, God, okay, we're done. Yeah, it's a good name. I don't know no what you... You could name. be like an English bulldog. <gasps> oh, th- the dog's back. The dog's back. It's so happy. Um, I recently met a Doberman I really liked. Okay, tell me about him. Where was he? Oh, oh I was yeah, there. You were there. Joel Domit's mum has Joel a... Joel Domit's mum. Massive a, Doberman. Has a massive Doberman. Who's uh, Alfie. Alfie. What's it all about, Alfie? Um, mm, big sad looks, eyes. Big sad eyes. Beautiful coat. Sits in front of the fire. Huge, has a lovely life. Has a lovely life. Basically thinks he's a lap dog, though, doesn't he? Gets on the oh, sofa. Oh, yeah, gets on and like, tries to like really... Sit on your lap. Thinks that he's a lot smaller than he is, which I find adorable. Yeah. I, I'm also a bit like that when I'm yeah. drunk. I'm like, I'll sit on someone's lap. And then I'm like, oh, uh, I'm quite a tall woman. <laughs> well, I'm... Oh, my God. Um, I, thought there was, I thought there were dogs meeting each other. I thought there were more dogs. I thought there were more dogs, but it's just people. How boring. Um, yeah, I hate those guys. Standing on two legs like pricks. But dogs love a party, don't they? Do they? They love to get together. Oh, like down the park. Like down the park. They love a bit of a pack meeting. Yeah, to have a chat in that. I sometimes wonder, do dogs actually, are they like, oh, I just want to be around other dogs. Why do I have to go back with these humans? I think you're thinking too much into it, Tom. Yeah, I think they're just like delighted that they get something to eat. Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we're, we're moving, thinking about moving flat at the moment. And I said to Alice, my girlfriend, I wonder if Velma will remember this flat, my cat, and she said, Suze, I, I don't think that she remembers what happens yesterday. Yes. And I think I've sort of given her more of a... Well, we have connections to these creatures, to these things. don't we? To these things. Right. Dog parties. No, people parties. People parties. So I'm starting to wonder if I don't like parties. Well, what sort of parties do you have in mind when you're saying that, firstly? You know when you have to like go to pub with people that you don't necessarily know okay a well, drink like, yeah or like mm. even like so as you all know you were there i had some birthday drinks a couple of weeks ago guys Susie had a bit of a birthday drink i had a bit of a birthday drink sure shoreditch you know me yeah and i i i really enjoyed it once i was there but going i was i felt really quite stressed mm. why was this because i think i was like Oh, how embarrassing. I've invited everyone to come and celebrate me. I get like that when I've organised a party. Um, I think that's quite normal, unless you're one of those like unhinged people who are like, you know, constantly... Well, of course everyone wants to see me. Yeah. <laughs> Which I suppose, you know, as two touring comics, I suppose partly we <laughs> we maybe have enough of in our lives. I've realised I only really like being in a group of people if I've got a microphone. 
Is that weird? Yeah, that's not a party. Okay. I mean, it is, I'm sure, of sorts, but... Sure, um, there's no dancing. There's no dancing and there's no... There's no bar, like the bar will be closed during Dur- my moments. During the talking of me. <laughs> yeah, you, when you're talking, the bar will be open. When I'm talking, the bar will be closed and you'll have to sit down and listen. And it's very much... My story, my story, my, <laughs> my story, story, my story. It's quite a story. long story. <laughs> yeah. And more explaining there is stand up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I that, wonder, yeah. Once upon a time, like the idea of a party when I was like a teenager in my early 20s was like, oh my God, amazing. Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, oh God. Well, is it going to be awkward? Do I know people? I Have I got always, enough chat? Well, I would always overthink it and then be like, what are we supposed to be getting from this situation? <laughs> and inevitably, like nothing. And I, as a teenager, would go to parties. I'd ask my dad to wait around the corner and after half an hour, I'd leave. And that was enough. Because I think if you stay late, then it gets boring. I've said it before, I used to clear up. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know, I didn't know what, to, sometimes I didn't know what to say to people. But that's how I feel, ne- is that normal for me as a 33-year-old to still feel like that? Yes. I think everybody feels like it to an extent. Really? I mean, have you been to parties there where it is just, I think in America they would describe it as popping. When you walk into the room and you're like, oh, everybody, I, there's so many people here I want to say hello to. And then the evening is just a really nice time of catching up with people. Popping? As in this party, be it's popping. Be popping, yes. Right, okay. I didn't know if you meant like a pop-in. Oh, no. Which I'm a big fan of, a pop-in. Uh, like an, an open house. Yeah, but more like not an open house. You just want me to come around. Oh, just so like, like pop So like a in. Susie house. Like a Susie house. <laughs> We're having a pop-in for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What was that? A kiki? Isn't that what when drag queens sleep together? Um, um, no, I, there's a kiki and there's something else that, is that a kiki? I don't know. There's definitely, like, do you remember the Scissor Sisters had that song? Yeah, that was Kiki. Kiki. But I think that was like, let's have a party. Let's have a little pre-drink party. Oh, I thought it was, let's get some drag queens over. Uh, Well. I mean, it's all up in the air, isn't it? It's up in the air at the moment. I think this, yeah. Who knows? But then I love the idea of a Kiki. Yeah. The pre-drinks or the drag queens? The pre-drinks. Together? I mean, I you sure. Drag queen, look, but if the if the drag queens are sleeping together, you've, it's not a party for you. No, I feel like maybe I'm not invited. Maybe, there. maybe unless it's some sort of public thing. And then I think even then, if they were like, "Come watch," I'd be like, "Look, maybe it's not for listen, me." Look, I'll yeah. pop in. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pop in. I tell you what, <laughs> I'll pop into the kiki. I'll pop in, and then I've got to go I've, because my I've, dad's waiting around the car. I've gone on a car, <laughs> and I can only go half an hour. I've, to I've have said, a quick "Can you hang on for half an hour?" Yeah. Um, I've said uh, I've spoken to Judith about the lavender. Listen, Judith's got some great ideas about lavender bags. <laughs> you guys have clearly got a lot. Oh, to I get thought that through. was the name of the drag queen, <laughs> lavender bags. Lavender bags would be a great. That would be, probably be my drag name. Lavender bags. Lavender, and also the mantra I'd use if I was doing meditation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, but. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I think feeling like that, and often, like, that's why people go to the, the kitchen at parties, isn't it? Hence the song. Mm. Because I think all the other people who feel a bit like, oh, I don't want to be in the mainstay. Yeah. Go and hang out in the kitchen. We do that at Christmas. I mean, now we live in a kitchen come living at home with mum and dad. Yes. But that was very much sort of, that felt like we're all... They say that it's the heart the of the home. The laughter would be... In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we've got a separate kitchen. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do clang. You, clang. Do you mind? Um, Has your mum and dad finished the kitchen yet? Don't okay. bring that up. Tom's mum and dad are in the process of doing up the kitchen. The process has been going on for 25 years. 
<laughs> frankly, no. Okay. Mum has made significant progress on where she wants things. Well done. I have reservations about some elements. I'm trying to talk to her about islands in the stream, stream yeah. slash floor. And actually... I, the, I didn't like that B-side. Yeah. Islands in, in the, the stream floor. slash floor. <laughs> um, yeah. That um, is where we sit. Exactly. I mean, apparently it's not a very good song. Um, but And it's not a very good talking point for me and my mum. Because I what I get concerned about... Sorry, we're not going to talk about mum and dad's kitchen renovation. No, but I feel like the, it's the sort of thing that Listen wants to know about. I want, did we cover this before? Because it's been going on for so long. I'll just give you a quick update. Please do. Basically, mum and dad have been wanting to get the kitchen done for some time. Mum saved for a long time to have money to do it. They were going around home base. They saw an ex-display kitchen. They bought it on the cheap because it included the electrical items and an extractor fan. Uh, which is an, which is also an electrical item, I realise. Anyway, they liked it, they bought it. It then sat in the garage for 18 months because they had no idea how or what they wanted to do with it. That period That's... is coming to an end. They've ripped out the old kitchen. But now we're currently with no kitchen. With no kitchen and no tiles on the wall. Yeah, okay. So that is slightly stressful. Sure, sure. Um, what do you call someone that used to be into combined, harf- uh, combined harvesters? Um, a... An extractor fan. Oh, that's very good. It's, it's a bit of a cracker joke. That but. is a good one. An extractor fan. Susie, did you just make that up or did you write it especially for this episode? I wrote it especially for this episode. I thought sooner or later Tom's going to bring up that Susie, 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 that was very good. Thank you, Thomas. Um, so the kitchen's still not done. Um, I feel like there should be a bit more flow in the kitchen. but um, How would our, our agent? Also... Flo is very welcome in that kitchen anytime she wants to be there. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, And uh, she's very welcome to be in that kitchen. I feel like she would not particularly enjoy being in that kitchen because it is quite a stressful place to be because there's nothing on the walls and there is nowhere to cook anything. (laughs) So I wouldn't recommend it to anybody at the moment. Okay. Okay. But what I was going to say is with parties, there's always this problem like, what would you like to drink? Mum and Dad have never decided, like, like I would obviously be like, well, we're going to have a signature cocktail for this evening. Mum and Dad are not like that. No. no. And they haven't, like, organised, like, a, an array of soft drinks. It's always like, would you like a beer, Bob? Bob always wants, Bob always drinks beer, apparently. Even though I've seen him drink champagne, Dad insists on giving people beer. Sure, sure. I mean, I would open a Prosecco. But Dad's Is it another indication you might be ready to buy your flat? Mm. Yeah. Do you think about that? So I'm currently looking at a flat as well. Yes. And I think about, even though I've just said I find parties very stressful. Yeah. When I look in a flat, I'm like, is this a place where I could, as you all know, Tom, I have a drinks mm. world. Yes. When it's very you do have a drinks where world. Where you sort of open it up. And I sort of like the idea of saying, would you like a gin there, Tom? Lovely. Opening it up to display... Some gins. My bottles. Oh, yes. Um, then put my bra back on. Then <laughs> offering you. It's quite a, a strange party, this. <laughs> a pop in. It's a pop in and a pop out. <laughs> <laughs> drag queens oh. in the corner. Oh. Oh. Judas. Judas there. Well, Judas is always there. Judith's always there, to be honest. Yeah. She, hasn't got, she hasn't got a lot of friends. Um, but we invite her because, you know, it's nice. My, <laughs> my um, mum sometimes says about be like she hasn't got a lot of friends or she's got a friend like I won't say the name but it's, her name is always followed by she's got nothing <laughs> <laughs> well you know the thing my mum says about um, about uh, sort of uh, family 
friend. Yes. Uh, whenever she goes to something or whenever she like leaves the room or when she goes, <laughs> I don't mind her, <laughs> but she does think a lot of herself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the idea of having some pride in yourself or Forget like, like absolutely <laughs> not. Or being like confident, like, oh, she thinks a lot of herself. But do you know what? Your mum's right, though. There are people who are like that. I can't bear to be around There was them. a guy in the pub and I said to mum, oh, who's he? And she went, oh... Ever since he's written that book, he's unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can imagine that happens a lot with people. Who write books? Write books, yeah, and yeah, then they get the unbearable. Thing. Yeah. Oh, I bet Charles Dickens was the same. Yeah, almost certainly. And what? he grew up in Portsmouth. Well, he didn't. He was born there. Was he? He was born in Portsmouth, Tom, yeah. Well, that was never mentioned. Not far from where mum and dad live. Really? Yeah. Really? Next time you're down, I'll show you. I love that part of Portsmouth. Thank Sorry. you so much. So, yeah, so I think about that a lot when I'm looking into, like, where to live next. Mm. I think, could I could I invite people around here and would it be a nice place for them to be? Well, yes. And would but, they think, oh, this is nice. But then you're fall- what you're doing there a little bit is you're falling into Iron and Paul territory where you obsess. That's Tom's mum and dad. Sure. Where you obsess about, particularly my mum, obsesses about the house looking nice so that when people, she would say, when for when people come. Um, when people come sounds almost biblical exactly (laughs) what is all the more um, profound about it is that people never come because my mum and dad are not very into entertaining they don't invite people around but you are but I am if anything I could be described as an entertainer I think I would describe you as an entertainer loosely no I loosely entertainer Lucy the entertainer that's what they describe (laughs) me as Martin Clunes was recently doing a programme where he visited Hawaii. And I got to thinking... Maybe I'll buy a flat in Hawaii. Maybe I'll just move to Honolulu. Or, aloha, do you think they could do a spoof of aloha called aloha, aloha? aloha. Yes. And I will happily come with you. I would love to see that. They could do the, uh, they could do the sort of the music on aloha. Yes, yes. What are they called? Um, A ukulele. Thank you. Um, They did do a bit of ukulele playing in this Martin Clunes programme. Of course. Mum, Dad and I uh, sat around with some celery soup that Mum had made last night. Celery soup, very underrated. Um, I don't think I've ever had celery soup. I wouldn't think to make it. The main... I like celery. A lot of people don't like it. I like it, but also it's got a bit of bacon in it. So that is the main thing. That is the main thing. You're you're going for the celery. You're staying for the bacon. That's exactly what's happening. Which is is how I feel about our relationship. Which is, (laughs) I've come for the celery. I'm staying for the bacon. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, um, Oh, I fancy some bacon. So uh, they... Um, when I was growing up, sometimes the neighbours would have themed parties. What are your thoughts about that? Absolutely love it. Yes, please. Uh, beach themed. Yes, sure. Um, where some people did dress in uh, uh, Hawaiian. Yes, print. Uh, Hawaii, Hawaiian print. Uh, Hawaiian shirts. Um, did anyone come in blue as the sea? Um, I think there might have been some sort of things like that. Yeah. My mum and dad were probably quite reluctant to it, did it quite half-heartedly. Um, <laughs> I go back to my previous point. And then... I'll put a flower in my hair, that would do. I'll put a flower, yeah, that's fine, just do that. Just do, no, oh, I don't know. Your dad will just put a hat on. Um, that would be, that would be what they do. But then, um, for the Millennium, we had a Millennium M party, where you had to come dressed as something beginning with M. What did you go as? Uh, a maestro. Very nice. Mm, tailcoat. Very nice. baton. What did your mum and dad go as? Dad went dressed as the milk tray man. Which so just in a suit? A, a roll neck jumper and a hat. Oh, was it? I didn't know that. <laughs> I think it's a very loose theme. And then I can't <laughs> remember what my mum went dressed as. 
but my brother would have hated it and probably wouldn't have done anything. So, yeah. A man. I'm a man. I mean, a lot of people just went dressed as a man. Um, Not which, a man. David Bowie's no, wife. No, because that begins with I, I believe. Yeah, but it's still pronounced a man, isn't it? I don't know, actually. I've never met her. No, neither have I. But he was from Bromley, just saying. He was from Bromley. I follow her on Twitter. You've got Charles Dickens. We've got David Bowie. Um, so sometimes a theme is good because sometimes that can mean people can introduce themselves to each other. Sure. Well, we were saying that we'd love to find an excuse to go to a party dressed as... Oh, Karl um, Lagerfeld. Oh, or, or the screen grab you sent me the other day. Um, oh. I know him so well. Oh, yes, a Barbara Dickinson and Elaine Page. Page. A lovely excuse to throw a wig. I think as well, if you're going, as if you're having a fancy dress party, it's really good to go for really specific things. Mm. So, like, if you're going as Dolly Parton, like, I think somebody you're with should dress as either Jane Fonda or Lily Tomlin from 9 to 5. You know, it's my dream to become Lily Tomlin. I've often said this to you. I want to come Britain's Lily Tomlin. I said this before Grace and Frankie, may I say. And you know what you did, Tom, and I thank you for that. So, I just wanted to point that out. I've often seen that as as a good... Um, as as a good fit. Thank you. She's brilliant, isn't she? Aunt? She's great. Yeah, Lily Tomlin. Um, so I do think, yeah, if you're going to a fancy dress party, go with something specific, and it's re- and it always seems witty. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, good fun. Yeah, go with somebody from a particular year. Go with a particular obscure, um, I don't know, television executive or magazine editor. Go, you know. What like go as Rupert Murdoch? Um, more like or go as um, I'm trying to think Anna Wintour Anna Wintour like, like friends of mine had an Anna Wintour party where they all dressed as Anna Wintour I yeah absolutely love that isn't that great do you know and what I, I mean love go to be specific. invited but then it would be fun to like put on a ginger wig and go dressed as Grace Coddington sure you know there's what I mean there's so many options that so is the just thing. to sort of flip it there's always something interesting you can do with that that helps people at parties also going around with a plate of sausages that's not a euphemism. No. And do put them in honey. Don't put them in mustard as I did. It's not. People won't like that. Put them in the honey. What place. about honey and mustard? Yeah, but go heavy on the honey. People. Another. Another name. classic. <laughs> classic saying of mine. <laughs> <laughs> One thing my mother always said. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's so, what I'd say. Tom, we're coming <clears> to the end of the episode. We Tell are. us what are you up to. Well, um, I'm very much enjoying. Well. Susie and I have had a lovely time recording oh, yeah. a new series uh, with some friends of ours uh, called the, the Comedy Bus. We've openly d- d- said that we have not enjoyed the title of it. Um, but I think the show is going to be great. The show is going to be great. Um, the title is quite amusingly um, straightforward. Yes. Um, uh, but no, we've had a lot of fun making that. With so, Joel Domit, Ian Sterling. Kiri Pritchard McLean. And Darren Harriet. And um, we, yeah, we had a lovely time going around to one another's hometowns. So that'll be out on Comedy Central in the next little while. Also, um, I'm doing another series of Bake Off the Professionals at the moment, which bake, will be bake. out in the spring. Um, and let me tell you, they're a lovely group of chefs we've got doing I it. Bet. It's lovely. It's been very nice. Have you filmed two episodes now? We've done two episodes. Lovely. Going down tonight to do the third. <gasps> Fantastic. So lots of fun. And Susie, you have great things to talk about. I'm on tour. Um, yes. Which is very exciting. It's all very, it's all going very well. I started a few nights ago. It was yes. absolutely lovely. And um, what else am I? Oh, I've got a run at the Soho Theatre. Uh, the first one sold out. So if you couldn't get tickets, we've now 
oh, put another date uh, in April on sale. And um, yeah, I've got sort of bits and obviously the comedy bus coming up. I'm on the new series uh, Hypothetical on yes. Dave, which is our friends, yes. Josh Whitcomb and James Acaster's yes, it's a fun show. show. You're on an episode as well. I and I, episode, yes. it starts this week on uh, on Dave. So yes. check that out. Uh, but yeah, and some other things that I'll uh, be announcing soon. I think I'm going back to Edinburgh and whatnot. Um, but yeah, wow. you know how you can stay in touch with us. We're both on Twitter, mm. or both on Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. If you want to email, it's chat to likemindedfriends at gmail.com. Yes. And um, it's it's nice to be back. And thank Lovely you for your patience. Here. Lovely to be here. And thank you for your patience with us. And we look forward to chatting to you very, very soon. Okay. And remember, go heavy on the honey. Go heavy on the honey in your lavender bags. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.